Hey everyone, it is your Dungeon Master Eric here. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to make a quick announcement for you all and let you know that the Kickstarter for Gamer Nation Con has launched. Uh, this is the fifth Gamer Nation Con that D20 Radio has put on. They do it every year and it is the best convention that I've ever been to. It is four days of nonstop gaming. If you like playing D&D, Fantasy Flight Star Wars system, uh, or little indie RPGs that you may have never played before, but you want to try them out, there is literally something for everyone at this convention, and it is a blast. If you want to back the Kickstarter, it's already funded, so the convention is definitely happening. But now we are on our way to stretch goals. So if you go to the Geek Pantheon Facebook group, there is a link there to get to the Kickstarter. And for just $45, you can get your three-day badge for the convention. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But just $60 gets you all four days. Some people can't make it on Thursday. They understand that. So if you can't, you can just get a three-day badge. And like I said, they are on their way to hitting their second stretch goal, and they're not far away from doing it. So the first stretch goal, the con takes place in Plano, Texas. And if you live in the area, then there will be space for 55 people to come to one of the con regulars, Tim, who is going to be catering a Wednesday night barbecue with the convention staff and the podcast hosts there to celebrate the con kickoff. And I've had Tim's barbecue, and you definitely don't want to miss out on that. But the next stretch goal, if they hit $9,000, then it's just been announced that Christopher West, who is the brilliant mind behind Maps of Mastery, he creates a ton of maps. If you haven't checked him out, go over to Maps of Mastery, check it out. You will not be disappointed. But he is going to create a special map designed around Gen Con 5's theme of magic. And every attendee will get the map in their swag bag the day you show up. So that's definitely something really cool that you don't want to miss out on. I'm going to be there. Philip is going to be there. Jeff plans on attending. And Randy may be able to make it out for a day. So if you want to come hang out with us, play games, it's going to be a blast. They have board games also if you really like playing board games. I cannot oversell this convention and how much fun it is. And my first year that I went, I went by myself. Nobody else that I knew came. Uh, Philip was able to come out for, I think, part of an afternoon, but I just took the dive, paid my way there, and everyone was so welcoming. I think I was there for about 20 minutes before somebody grabbed me and asked me if I wanted to play a game of Lanterns with him. So do not hesitate, even if you don't have anybody to go with. This is a very welcoming group, and I can almost guarantee anybody will have a good time there. So yeah, I just wanted to let you all know about that. And hopefully, if you're interested, you can head on over to the Kickstarter, get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. And that's about all I have to say about it. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Nothing can come of nothing. William Shakespeare, King Lear.
you. I don't know that voice. Yeah, no, hello. Um, you all see a figure standing on the other side of the bridge from you that has a <laughs> little help. Uh, it's Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, a human head, but once you get down past the neck area, there's almost like chitinous armor and you see through the cracks in the, the armor, little eyes peeking out from Uh-oh. underneath the skin. You all fight with such interesting style, such desperation. Well, do, do I know anything? You know nothing right now. What do you like, want? Literally, my mind has just gone yeah. blank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What like, are we doing here? <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> what is that thing on the ground? Um, you all fight like you've lost something, which is just fascinating oh forgive me let let me help you out here and he extends a hand out and you see from the stone in the gap of that bridge flesh fill the gap and he begins to walk towards you and he stops midway on the bridge i suppose introductions are in order drinker's blades are out now oh oh yeah and i'm 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 Teeth Bear. Gentlemen, gentlemen. My name is Belashira. This is my my home. So I guess you being guests should introduce yourselves. And there's no need for th- put the weapons away. I assure you, I am far too much of a challenge for you. I have no interest in killing you, but I would easily. <sighs> Look, just would you please let us leave? Let you leave. Now that's an interesting proposition, letting you leave. Because you see, my people have been trying to leave for a while. And we can't leave. So, seems like you're asking an awful lot when an entire race can't do this simple thing that you're asking to do. This is a monster you cannot comprehend. Well, I'm getting used to that. Why do you want the shard? It's a simple question. Yeah, don't we? Uh, we were told that it might bring um, our friend back to life. And why do you want your friend brought back? Because he died in a really stupid way. Well, that's that's no. a fair reason uh, to want to bring somebody back. It is not. If you disagree, then why do you want the shard? My tribe wants it. Oh, but see, that's vague. I don't do vague. I don't deal with monsters. I'm not a monster. I'm an outsider. I don't want to be here. I want to be here less than you want to be here. If I never had to see another drown in my life, I'd be very happy. I know. So, you and yours have done quite the job of that. Well, here's what's confusing me. Because shortly before you all showed up down here, I felt something. Uh, a presence I hadn't felt since... <sighs> 
Obi-Wan Kenobi? Thank you for getting that reference. I appreciate it. Um, what, what, what do you want from me, Eric? To be aware of one of the <laughs> largest pop culture items I'm, in oh, existence. Anyway, I'm hey, aware of it. Focus up. <laughs> Competent. Um, literate. <laughs> See, there's this thing that killed a lot of my people. And I'm not a huge fan of it. And it feels like it's nearby again. And what was that? Nothing. That was out of character is what it was. (laughs) So if you all have returned the legendary, oh, what was it? Uh, Doom bringer, harm bringer, curse deliverer, something like that. Well, that's not great because I get the sense that you all are focused on the wrong problem. You're focused on the wrong problem in the same way that the hobgoblins were focused on my people. And when he says hobgoblin, Theridak, you recognize him. In that context, this is the figure from your dream that shot the energy at whoever you were embodying. I place my slayer's eye on him. Okay. Vulnerabilities, resistances, immunities. Philip, I don't have that for you because I didn't pull up the monster card because there's no way that you would fight this thing. Oh, you underestimate us. <laughs> we're a bunch of level five guys that just killed a beholder with taking almost no damage. I took damage. I took none. 24 points of damage. Yeah, he hit you once. Yeah, I know. He harmed you once. It was a crit. He harmed you once, like one time in that entire fight. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. (laughs) And I harmed him right back real good. I'm going to say immunity to charm, but that's the only thing that you really get from him. Okay. You see, the hobgoblins were focused on us, and we were tricked. And... I get the sense that, um, well, I've heard murmurings about Mabar being on the move, and it feels like history repeating itself a little bit. So, yeah, maybe not worry about the shadows. Look past them. And you, buddy, need to calm down on the kill and aberrations thing. You all... I. We're just trying to get out of here, but you're in our way. So, Wait, is he? Who, who, which which buddy? Drick here. He ain't killed anybody yet. Not that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> While Dex is back, his turn. <laughs> what what does that mean? That thing. Lucky roll. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just wanted to introduce myself. I get the sense that you all have an important role to play, which is why I'm not attacking you and why I don't recommend you attacking me. I mean, this is just a minor arc in a much bigger story. So, you know, when uh, when Theradak so when Theradak recognizes him, I I can just see Theradak going, "You you were in my dream." Oh, guys, you can't sleep in those temples. 
the quarry were there. Their crazy dream stuff is just lingering all over the place in Zendrick. I would look out for that. But anyway, I just wanted to give you all a heads up that uh, maybe the whole Mabar thing isn't the whole story. But I don't want to ruin the surprise for you guys. Just study up on your history. I get a sense I will be seeing you later. Especially you, changeling. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) You two, I'm not so sure about. It's it's hazy how long you two are going to last. But this guy, yeah, I got a good feeling about him. (laughs) His average AC and low hit points made me think he's going to be around for a while. (laughs) And he, he turns to start walking away down back into the darkness of the cavern. Does he leave the flesh bridge? Yep. He never crossed the flesh bridge. Huh? He never crossed the flesh bridge. He just walked up to it. No, I'm saying, does he leave it in place? Yes. I hustle across. After him? Mm. Okay. No, just as a means of escaping, getting across the lava. Okay. I cast levitate on myself and do not touch the bridge. Okay. I grab a hold of... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Well, Theradak would walk walk across the bridge. Who's got the shard? Does it matter? I have the shard. Okay. okay. So, um, you all take the same journey, but in reverse, um, up back to the main cavern. Um, takes you a little bit longer since you're going up this time. Um, but you arrive without running into any more aberrations or anything spooky like that. Um, Eladrin is pacing when he when you for, see him again, and Booyah is just standing almost in uh, reverence at the side of the table near Barrick's body. Um, so you have the Dragon Star deck, so you take the lead on this. Um, uh, or if you have something to say, Drick here, you can feel free also, <laughs> or Theradak. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't they? Would he not know by the time we got there that we were coming with the dragon shard? I mean, there's spies all around the place and eyes, and he's the leader. Uh, so no, there's there's not really a whole lot of communication coming into him. Okay. Um, I mean, I walk in with the dragon shard. I walk right up to him and I say, "We got to fix him." Oh, think, think, oh, think the you flame. are a liar. What do you mean? I am a liar. We met a being down there. He could sense the sword. He was afraid of it. I I don't know how I lied to you. I did not say that the creatures here were not afraid of it. I said that it was dangerous to the wielder. <laughs> Do you know what our people made a pact with? Yes. We crossed that bridge a long time ago, Father. That bridge is not as dangerous as this one. This one takes you away from the fight. Let your enemies run rampant. I've I've asked you more times than I can count to trust me, and clearly it's not going to do any good, Drakia, so why don't you just keep your comments to yourself? Why would I? What is the reason you have given me in my lifetime to trust you? Because everything that I have done since you have been born, has been 
orchestrated to protect you. Why? I know you are unsatisfied with your missions to go collect dragon shards and find intel, but it keeps you alive. You want a life of adventure? You want a life of fighting great evils? Look to your brother on that stretcher, because that is your future if you take that path. Yes, and if we all walk away like you, that is the future of our entire people. Here a weapon walks in. The things that kill us are afraid of. Well. And you say it's nothing. You say throw it away. Drakir, with any luck, when I am done with this experiment, you will have the weapon to wield. My blood. And he snatches the dragon shard. What? I don't... Okay, continue. He said... I, and I think Drakir don't understand what he just meant, but proceed. Um, he snatches the dragon shard from Dex and um, asks Theradak and Dex to assist him. Um, he has hammered some... Um, oh my god, the climbing things that you hammer into the rock. Pythons. Pythons. Um He's hammered some pythons into the Sybaris dragon shard, the large one in the center of the room. And there are some straps. Uh, uh, Gentlemen, will you please take Beric's body and um, attach it to the dragon shard? Of course. Yeah, done. Um, All right. Uh, The... The amulet that, um, that, well, you already took the amulet off of Barrett. Never mind. Um, I, I need to attach the, uh, the Eberron dragon shard, um, to him in some way. Um, if you have a, a locket or an amulet of some kind or just a strand of rope, it, it will work. Barrett's wearing a silver flame holy symbol. Okay. Uh, Theradak. I'm glad you're here. Theradak, uh, will you please place that in the holy symbol? Yes. Um, and you notice as soon as he hands it to you, this is the most perfect stone. <laughs> um, and you see a couple sitting on his table. He had, he had other um, scouts while you all were gone. He, he had sent out multiple people to find these dragon shards. So... Um, there are multiples on the table, so if you play your cards right, maybe. Yeah. Um, wow, this the stone is beautiful. Yeah. Focus. Yes. Yes, it is. Do you see this stone, Dex? Yeah. I, as I he's, see it in as he's placing it into where okay. it belongs. Do you see this in, stone? In that, case, in that case, Dex says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's a real nice stone." This stone will work. All right. Um, I hope so. Now, Your friend likes. Stones. Um, yeah. Yes. He's got a thing. This part, um, okay. I, Dex, I, I'm sorry. I know I just took it from you. Uh, will you take the Kyber Dragon Shard? And there <laughs> should be, when you bring it up to the hilt of that sword, it should open up to receive it. All right. I do that. 
Yeah, it's kind of disconcerting that Cursebringer folds in on itself to create the perfect shape of that dragon shard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, okay, um, gentlemen, this this next part um, may be problematic, but um, I ask you to trust me. Um, Booyah, if you will assist me in, in this. Um, and they begin clearing off his workstation. And Booyah starts hammering something up underneath the table. Um, you all can give me perception checks if you want to try to take note of what he's doing under there. Why not? Sure. Nope. Uh, 16. I mean, passive. 25. Oh, right. Yes. Passive 16. Um, Theradak, you pretty easily notice, probably because they scatter some of those dragon shards on the ground next to the table. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Booyah is up underneath the table, hammering in with pretty large nails, uh, straps of leather, like attaching one into the bottom of the table. Um, and um, Eladrin lays down on the table as Booyah begins to strap him down. Okay. Um, okay. What? What is this? This is the experiment that I've been working on. It's incomplete with the uh, the ancient elven magic being n- necromantic in nature, in nature but um, we we've run out of time. So, um, well, what does that to, mean? I, I've been trying to adapt their spells to be less barbaric but um and he lays down on the table and signals to booyah um the way this magic works <laughs> uh, a life can't go unpaid for um so here we are and booyah looks very distraught as he begins uh, attaching the straps and tying Eladrin down. What is the payment? Um, you notice at this point that um, he has a necklace on that has fallen out of his, his coat that has a, a fairly large sized <clears throat> Kyber dragon shard on it as well. And he looks to you, um, well, life for life. You're going to do this? Yes. For so many reasons. I gave all of this, all of you, all of this you have worked for. You will throw it away now. It's not thrown away. I have been working hard to help our people, and I have. And And now you will be gone. Yes. But now you will leave, and he will come back, and he will leave. And our people are poorer for all of it. Your people, our people, will be richer for it. Because these things, they enter our world 
to kill us, to harm us, to take over, to create our world in the image of theirs. And I know that the the two good things I've done in this world will carry my legacy on. I'm sorry, Drakir. I really am. But there's no other way. I... I can't serve my people like you can. I can't serve the world like he can. You can't serve anyone dead. I am... I am of less service to this world than he is. This is not a debate. This is not a hard decision. You can keep the enemy at bay here while maybe Beric and his allies can find the source of the problem and root it out because it's not here. That's what I've tried to teach you. That's what I've tried to expose you to by sending you beyond the storm. There, there are greater fights out there that inform the fight in here. I know it doesn't make sense. I know that you will curse my name for what I'm doing. Hopefully, at some point, you will think back to this moment and realize I was right. Zucaris. And you see the Kyber Dragon Shard in Cursebringer and on his necklace begin to glow. And light begins to pulsate from the light in Cursebringer into the holy symbol of the Silver Flame, which becomes enveloped in silvery light at the same time that Cursebringer is enveloped in shadow. Then silver light begins to just flow from the immense shard that Beric is attached to. And magic fills the air incomprehensibly. None of you have experienced anything like this before. And in a moment, the Kyber Dragon Shard on Eladrin's necklace plunges into his chest as he gasps for air. At the same time, Cursebringer begins to float away from Beric's chest. And as it does, it shifts into a horizontal position and plunges itself into Beric's chest. And in this moment... Beric's eyes open up and he begins to gasp for air as the shadow seeps into the wound opened up by Cursebringer and the light sinks in. And then Cursebringer floats into the wound as Beric begins fighting for air and composure and begins almost unconsciously fighting against the straps that are holding him to this dragon shard. 
And then in a moment, everything changes. In front of Beric and in front of Eladrin, you see darkness begin to form. And it forms an archway. And three shadows. Shadow blades out. Run out of the portal. And the familiar lich emerges. Oh. Christ. And... Uh, Drakir wouldn't think twice. He throws his blades at the lich. Um, go ahead and give me a roll. 23. That's a hit. 11 damage. 11 damage. The shadow yep. blade sinks into the lich's shoulder. Is it... <sighs> he doesn't look at Udrick here. He looks from from below his furrowed brow. He locks eyes with Dex. <sighs> I see you keep making friends. And they don't know how to be good hosts. He extends a hand out towards Drakir. Give me a constitution saving throw. 19. Drakir, you are thrown against the wall of the cavern as necrotic energy, it doesn't exactly go into your body, but it's writhing all over you and like you're, you're restrained under this necrotic energy. Okay. We'll see in that. I mean, Theradex got his great sword and he's advancing. Okay. Dex, anything you doing? Yeah, I say Theradex, stop. I've met this guy twice now. Do you stop Theradex? We're not ready. I think Theradex, he would keep advancing and he would question Dex. Why stop? He's here. He's here. He's got Drakir. No. Now, you said said there were other shadows that came out with him, right? Yes. Are they in the way? No, they kind of fanned out. There are drow starting to file out of the various alcoves and things like that to investigate what the hell is going on. The thing is, if, I mean, if Theradak is advancing on the Lich, I'm going to tell Theradak to stop. The same way that if it had been anything less than flicking a blade, I would have warned Drakir. But that doesn't, that's a free action. I am going, I, I want to see what the other shadows are doing, though. If I need to fight, I'll fight, but I'm not fighting with the Lich. Uh, the, the Drow and Booyah have begun engaging with the other shadows. Booyah is trying to take one on alone, and it's dicey. Okay, I'm gonna go help Booyah. Okay. Ribbon weave. Go ahead and give me a roll. I can't use daylight. That sucks. But... That's a 23. Hit. Or I don't even remember what my ribbon weave does now. It's been so long. Okay. That's not a D. That's a D. That's a fail. That sucks. That's six plus thirteen damage. Okay. You the shadow instantly dissipates as soon as your ribbon weave wraps around it. Because you've moved at a different angle, you can actually see behind the portal, and you see Eldrin's body lying. Uh, lifeless on the table but you see Beric hanging from the dragon shard fighting with the restraints trying to get down I dash to Beric okay Theradak are you advancing or have you stopped what are you doing in terms of the seeing seeing all the commotion and the fighting he's going to engage okay 
Um, so go ahead and give me a roll against the Lich. Ten. Ten. That's a miss. The Lich extends a hand out at you. A beam of dark energy hits you in the chest, and you're going to take 15 damage. Drakir, the necrotic energy that was holding you down dissipates. There are a couple shadows directly in front of you fighting some drow. I'm fairly confident in the fighting abilities of the Umbrogen, and so I place my Slayer's Eye on the Lich. Okay. Um, and throw my blades at him again. 22. That's a hit. Uh, 16. Oh, I'm sorry, 14 damage. He's not an aberration. Okay. And my second one... 23 uh, will be nine more points of damage. Okay. <sighs> oh. Dex, your friends are making me angry. And in that moment, Drakir, you have a really good view at this. Dex, you can kind of see what's happening, but you're a little bit behind the portal helping Beric. Theradak, you see tentacles of darkness just because he's standing right in front of the portal, emerge out of the portal and go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. 20. The tentacles begin to wrap around your arms and your waist and lift you up into the air. But at the same time, your mark begins glowing with just fiery, silvery light as this lich just brings you up face to face with him as he snarls. He says, did you know the other friend? The one that you replaced? <sighs> How he screamed. Third deck wants to head him. Okay, go for it. Radiant <laughs> headbutt. 19. Yeah, the headbutt connects and light pulses out of your forehead as he recoils and you see the portal undulate. Dex, what are you doing? I say, um, Eric, uh, glad, glad you're back, but it looks like we're doing this. Chill there. I guess I'm going to go handle some things. And I say, just hang out, buddy. Yuck, yuck. And I run. Um, <laughs> Eric is so angry at you right now. <laughs> Oh, Dex isn't happy with himself. Uh, if I cut you down, though, you, you're right. You, I mean, there's no way that your Beric is not fight ready. Sure, sure. As you turn around, Dex, you see now that he's had a moment to collect himself. Uh, Booyah actually has a rapier and a hand crossbow, and he's <laughs> starting to. More shadows have been pouring out of the portal, and he's. Starting to put the hurt to these things. Like, does he shout his name every time he kills one? Um, potentially, um, maybe just on a on a crit um, when he when he gets a headshot. Booyah! Dex, what what you're gonna do if you try to make it all the way back around to where the lich is? You're gonna incur probably two opportunity attacks from shadows <sighs> that have gotten in your way. All right. Um, then instead, I'm going to. How far is the nearest shadow? Oh, um, 20 feet. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step 10 feet. I'm going to re, uh, ribbon weave it. 
No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna critical fumble. Oh no. Percentile. Yeah, I know. Here's where we pay for the beholder. <sighs> Stop saying ominous things like that, Philip. <laughs> Did you learn your lesson? Um worked out really uh, well last time. And if nothing bad happens, you know, what's the what's the harm? I, I rolled a ten. That's good. Probably yeah. maybe. maybe. I don't know. Um, the the weighted ball at the end of the ribbon weave, as you miss, comes flying back around and hits you in the temple, and you are incapacitated oh. for a round. Oh nope, ten was bad. Ten was bad. <laughs> um, remember, so now incapacitated. We know. We finally, no, low is bad. <laughs> um, okay, um, Theradak, go ahead and um. Give me a uh, constitution saving throw to try to break free of the binds that he has you in. 18. The shadowy arms tighten around you and the dragon mark begins to glow even brighter. Dex, I know you're incapacitated, but just for the sake of the narrative right now, give me a perception check as you're laying on the ground. (laughs) Okay. Of course. Uh, 24. 24 you're yeah. eight, like as you lay on the ground and you're kind of looking at the back of the portal where you fell you actually begin to see the outline of Theradax's mark shining through the portal the lich just locks eyes with you Theradax, but he doesn't address you the next time I see you Dex you will bow or perish and the darkness begins to close down around you, Theradak, but the light within your mark glows brighter and brighter and brighter, and you start to feel an intense pain from the light inside of you as you, you all, Beric, Drakir, Dex, hear Theradak let out a... A, sh- a, a war shout almost that just echoes throughout this hall over the noise of combat and shouting as bright light erupts and fills the chamber as all of the drow recoil and one and everybody's blinded for a bit you are not invited back um, <laughs> everybody's blinded for a second and once your eyes begin to adjust the portal's gone. The lich is gone. All of the shadows are gone. And the Sybaris mark in the middle of the room grows brighter than it did before. Theradak is gone. What? The, the drow. Nah. Nah, I disagree. Theradak's around here somewhere. He's looking for rocks. Hey. The drow are looking around, attending to their wounded, the shadows that, that managed to get a few bad hits in. What what are y'all doing? Dex runs to Barrick. Booyah, booyah, come help. Booyah, come help. Oh. Booyah runs over to assist. Okay. <laughs> Bo- booyah, 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 sad. Eldrin, Eldrin gone. But but Barrick, Barrick back. End of episode. 
All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening on this roller coaster ride of an episode. We will have plenty more to talk about on the next Eberron Reviewed, presumably with Randy <laughs> sitting at the table explaining what happened with Theradak and who in the world Booyah is. Booyah Griggle. Um, <laughs> Booyah Griggle. Call Booyah. Booyah Griggle is his full name. So, yeah, uh, please go let us know what you think on the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at The Geek Pantheon. And uh, thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of all of our music over at Incompetech.com. And, yeah, any last words for the people? Yes. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, all right. If, if you missed Theradak, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, once again, I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. I don't actually know who I am right now. <laughs> the game's over. You are Philip. Okay. I'm I'll Randy. Take your word for it. I'm still Randy. I am. I am your constant. Your one. <laughs> your true north. Your friend. The only one you can trust. I'm Jeff. I play Dex. <laughs> and always have, and always will. Now you're gonna kill me next. Um. No, no. Well, we'll see. That lich really doesn't like you. Anyway, we will see you all next time. Bye.